Hey, this is Saurabh, and I just want to borrow a few seconds to tell you, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R R.fm to get started. There are three new shows that are about to launch. Super Pumped, The Battle for Uber, which is about the early days of Uber and their original CEO, Travis Kalanick, who is now played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. This show is going to be streaming on Showtime. There is The Dropout, and this is about Theranos and its CEO, Elizabeth Holmes. That's portrayed by Amanda Burns. This show will be streaming on Hulu. And the third show is called We Crash, which is about the company We Work, and it's going to be focusing on Mark and Rebecca Newman, who created the company. This show will be streaming on Apple TV Plus on March 18th. Because of these shows, I wanted to do a special Inspired By episode of the podcast. Let's talk for a minute. I can tell you there are two quick ways that if you're going to make a show or a movie about a real company, a CEO, and turbulent rocky times for a company, there's two ways if you're going to make a show about these things that you are going to lose people right away, lose their interest. First thing is, if you're going to try to tell anyone how to think or feel about a company, about a founder, about a series of events, the second way you're going to lose your audience is if you're just trying to tell the history of a person or of a company. That will put people to sleep, it'll bore them really quickly, and that show or movie is going to flop. I actually want to use the example of a few movies that were about founders, about early times in their history that were a bit rocky. I remember when Sony announced that they wanted to make a Facebook movie, I didn't really understand how that was going to work. How are you going to make a story about a technology company interesting and engaging? David Fincher came on to direct, Aaron Sorkin came on to write. What we ultimately saw in front of us was the movie focused on the complete obliteration and destruction of a friendship between Mark Zuckerberg and Eduardo Saverin. This is how it was portrayed in the movie. Everything else... Facebook, the lawsuits, that whole world was in the background. The focus was on this relationship. It definitely made the movie more dramatic, and it easily made it a movie that was more easy to feel invested in. And if you haven't seen The Social Network, it is streaming on Netflix now. Do check this one out. Next, I want to talk about three movies that include portrayals of Steve Jobs. First, the movie Steve Jobs from 2015. This one, I give a 7.5 out of 10. Michael Fassbender is the actor who plays Steve Jobs. This movie was Sony originally trying to get the band back together and kind of recreate the magic of the social network. David Fincher was going to originally direct. Aaron Sorkin was attached to write the screenplay and adapt the Walter Isaacson authorized biography of Steve Jobs. Christian Bale was originally attached to play the lead role of Steve Jobs. But as it went along the development of this movie, things kind of fell apart. The movie went into turnaround, so Sony no longer was going to make the movie. Universal picked up the movie. Michael Fassbender was cast in the lead role. Danny Boyle was brought on to direct instead of David Fincher. The movie actually was very dramatic. It did focus on some conflicts, but there were two issues with the movie. It couldn't decide on which of these two conflicts it wanted to focus on. There was the conflict of the relationship of Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. 
as portrayed in the movie. And there was also the conflict between Steve Jobs and his daughter Lisa. Now, the main conflict seemed to be the one between Steve Jobs and his daughter Lisa as portrayed in the movie. This movie was really creative. There was good acting, good writing, and it was an engaging movie all the way up until the very end. And the ending of this movie is just dropped. It is incredibly frustrating for a movie where about 80 to 90% of it is fantastic. And then for whatever reason, the ending just didn't work. It wasn't consistent with the rest of the movie. So 7.5 out of 10. You can stream that movie on Netflix now in the, in the United States. Next, we have the 2016 movie just called Jobs. This one, I'm going to give a 5 out of 10. In this film, Ashton Kutcher portrays Steve Jobs. One thing I should point out, he looks the part. He actually, out of all these movies that were made about Steve Jobs, he looks the part when Steve Jobs was that age. But the straightforward problem with this movie is that it doesn't really focus on any one conflict. What it does instead is that it just kind of tells you a history of the man and of the company, the way it's written and portrayed in this movie. But you can stream this movie as well on Showtime right now. And the third movie that includes a portrayal of Steve Jobs is the 1999 TV movie Pirates of Silicon Valley. Now this one is an 8.5 out of 10. It does focus on Apple, Steve Jobs, but also includes Bill Gates. Steve Jobs is portrayed by Noah Wiley and Anthony Michael Hall portrays Bill Gates. This movie is phenomenal. It again focuses on the relationship of Jobs and Gates, and we see how the relationship evolves from friendship to competition to ultimately needing each other. A strange thing though that, that I've noticed is that this is the best of the Steve Jobs movies, and it's not available anywhere. I'm trying to see if you can stream it, buy it, rent it, but from what I've dug into so far, it's not showing that it's available anywhere. And the last movie that I want to mention is the 2016 movie, The Founder. This movie had Michael Keaton playing Ray Kroc, who is portrayed as the main reason why McDonald's became the big business that we know it as today. This movie, in a lot of ways, reminded me of The Social Network, and don't misunderstand me when I say that. It's not the same style or music or anything like that from like The Social Network. I'm talking about the conflicts that are focused on in this movie are very similar to those in The Social Network. There's the conflict of Ray Kroc and McDonald Brothers, again how their relationship evolves, being inspired by each other, working together, and then the relationship does sour a bit and things change from there. The only negative with this movie is that there is a competing conflict, and that is Ray Kroc versus himself. At the beginning of the movie, you are shown that Ray Kroc is in a later stage of his life. He has not had a lot of success as a businessman. The movie shows that he is sick and tired of going from failure to failure, and then with McDonald's, he sees an opportunity, and he decides, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, and this is going to be my success. So the conflict is, what is he willing to do? And while that's interesting, it's again, you have these two different conflicts, Ray Kroc versus the McDonald brothers and Ray Kroc versus himself. And the fact that the movie can't really decide which one it wants to focus on at times makes it feel a little bit uneven. Fortunately, this movie is available to rent and buy on all video platforms. One main point I want to make, though, about a movie or show about a well-known company a founder, and early rocky days of a company. It is okay to take creative liberties with telling these stories. You should do that. You're making a movie. You're making a show. It should be dramatic. It should be engaging. I'll give one example with the Steve Jobs movie, the one with Michael Fassbender from 2015. 
There was quite a bit of complaining, including from me when I first saw it, that the movie didn't actually tell things chronologically in the order that they actually happened. And it had a weird structure too of three product launches from three different time periods. It was actually treated like a three act structure of a play. I remember when I first saw it, especially because I had read the book. I had read the Walter Isaacson biography. I think the reason why I let it bother me so much is I was so attached to that book. I did not want anything changed for the movie. I cannot tell you how many times I have rewatched this movie. I really like the writing by Aaron Sorkin. The actors are great. It's dramatic. It's interesting storytelling. My main takeaway with that is if taking creative liberties can make a more engaging, more interesting, more dramatic story, do it. Thanks for listening.